Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello, guys. Welcome back to Tea with Publicity. Today's episode is sponsored by Macy's. And if you still need gifts, whether you're stressed out or whether you're just like wanting to get things a little bit ahead of time, don't worry about it. Macy's has you covered. They have the Macy's Gift Finder. I actually was browsing on it today because I'm starting to buy some gifts for the people in my life. You could shop by price. You could shop gifts on a budget. They have different sections for like gifts under 50, gifts under 100. They have women's, men's, toys, electronics, like literally there's a section for everything. Again, I just did this today, so I'm pretty familiar with it. But they have curated unique lists for all of the personalities in your life. Is your loved one a spa day enthusiast or an advent calendar aficionado or a big sports fan? They've got something for everyone. So you could just go to macy's.com slash to find the perfect present for the people in your life this holiday season. Let's get into today's episode. What's up, everybody? This is Alyssa Amoroso, a.k.a. Publicity, who is ready to spill some tea. Because this is Tea with Publicity. Alex today and Alex is not my guest today she's my co-host <laughs> I'm your co-host <laughs> welcome back which is gonna be like Mark and Kelly Kelly yeah. and Mark yes oh Hi. my god Regis and <laughs> Regis and well, Kelly who's the original one Regis Kathy. and Kathy. Kathy yes <laughs> oh my god um yeah we're just Regis and Kathy today Kelly and Mark what's yeah. that her husband's name why yeah because Ryan Seacrest it was Kelly and Ryan, and now it's Kelly and, and then Mark. And Michael. Wow. She's, oh, yeah. That show's been through. She's blowing through it. <laughs> the gamut. Like, holy <laughs> hell. Um, so we're just going to do a little girl chat today. We will do your Ask Alyssa advice questions, and then we will spill the tea as to pop culture girlies. We have a lot of opinions and things to chat about. But um, Alex and I were at lunch this past yeah. weekend. I was going to be like brunch, lunch. Lo- I also find it funny that you call me Alex. It's like my close friends call me Alex, but people on the internet no, know me as Lex. Lex. No, I have to fight my urge to call you Alex. I know. Because I know you as Lex from your handle, but you go by Alex, so it's like confusing. I know. I'm sorry, but well, I appreciate it because yeah. you are my friend. So I know. Like, call me Alex. I'm like fighting the urge. <laughs> um, but we were out. I've been doing this thing like called Linner, mm-hmm. <laughs> where like I've just been doing lunch dinner. Yes. And I feel like we did that this weekend. We did. And it was like 
beautiful because we had the best meal. We went to Ospi. Oh, so And, good. like, had a smorgasbord with our other friend Lisa. And it was nice because it's like you don't want something super heavy for dinner. Mm-hmm. You feel satisfied and maybe you'll have something light, but, like, then it's over and you go to bed. Yeah, but then I woke so up good. the next morning starving because I, I ate dinner at 2. That's the one problem. But I've been – this is what I do. I eat – my eating schedule is so off. I eat breakfast at, like, 11 and then I eat dinner at, like – I do brunch and dinner. No, <laughs> you have to. Do. do you have, do you drink coffee? You drink tea, but tea. do you drink coffee in the morning at all? Not sometimes. Okay. Like I, I, I'll do my tea and then I'll do. Um, I won't eat until brunch, and then I'll be starving, and then I'll eat dinner, and then before bed I'll be starving again. But I'm like, oh, I'll just wake up tomorrow. I've been doing like no, these weird. No, you have to eat something in the morning with your like coffee or tea. You need like a banana or well, something. Well, that's actually why I had to give up coffee because it's too harsh on my stomach to yes. have an empty stomach. I don't know how people do that. I don't know. Like either. unwell. It's also not good for you. It's like it's really bad. For it's you. actually like really unhealthy. Yes. No, that's why I actually had a coffee because I had such bad indigestion that I had to go to get one of those scopes put down my throat. <laughs> what? Wait, I don't know if I've told the story on the pod. I maybe have, but really quick, I'm going to retell it. Like you went to like so a ear, throat, and nose specialist? I went to like a full, I got an endoscopy because I had such bad GERD, which is like gastric. <laughs> I still have it. I'm on medicine. Like literally coffee fucked me. I'm not even kidding. Oh my God. And okay, so tell the story. I went to get an endoscopy, which is when they put like the little camera down your throat to see if you're like in esophagus is inflamed yeah. or whatever and I'm sitting there this is like fucking crazy I'm sitting there and I have um they're hooking me up to the anesthesia mm-hmm. and they put this thing in your mouth you know that game where you play with the cards yes in your mouth have, yeah and you're like the oh. thing in your mouth yeah <laughs> so they put that in your mouth because they're about to stick something down your throat oh and gosh. you can't talk and I have one nurse next to me, and she's basically like, are you ready um, for the anesthesia? So I kind of just nod, and my mouth's open. I'm like, and as she's like, okay, we're going to count down, like start thinking about something nice. All of a sudden, the doctor walks up to me, the surge, like the main guy, and he's like, hey, hey, wait, remind me, what are you here for again? As the woman's like, five, four, <laughs> three. I feel my eyes getting heavy. And the doctor's asking me questions as I feel myself Was he, going, like, joking? Was that his shtick? Dead serious. He's like, wait, wait, what are you here for again? I can't talk. I have this thing in my mouth. And no. I'm like, <laughs> what are the, wasn't there those movies? There was, like, one movie. So crazy. Yes, with Jessica Alba. I think it was called, like, Awake, where they were, like, getting surgery, and she was, like, alive for it, or awake, but she couldn't tell you. This was, That's what this is like. No, it was... I was like, that's the worst thing to do to a patient as they're going under with their mouth forced Of course open. it is. That's terrifying. <laughs> I was like, I hope it's going to go okay. Are you serious? That yes. would like, I would have PTSD from that. I don't know. crazy. Did he say anything to you when you oh, came God. to? No. Well, did you remember at first or I did it come to, back? And I'm like loopy from the anesthesia. And he's like, how do you feel? I'm like, so good. <laughs> and he's like, you can go home now. And I'm like, okay. And I left, and my, my sister had to come check me out. It was in the city. Yes. Like, you don't have cars. She had to come sign me out. And I remember, like, go, getting home. I Uber home. I go take a nap. And I wake up, and my mom's like, how did it go? What did the doctor say? And I'm like, you know what? I didn't ask him <laughs> one question. <laughs> they should have let me walk out of there like that. But that's what they do. Isn't that? Okay, I have this weird thing, Alyssa, <laughs> with, like, doctors. Like, I did my egg retrieval, and, like, my girlfriend picked me up. She drove me home. But, like, I felt fine. They wheel you, you out and they're like, fine. bye. If, like, I didn't have her, I would have drove home alone. But would you have? But, like, I was not fine, you exactly. know? Exactly. But I felt fine. <laughs> well, that was me when I got Morpheus, the, like, really intense facial treatment. 
as I'm there, they're giving me numbing fluid and they're like, um, oh, um, you're, we're going to give you laughing gas. And I was like, wait, but I, I drove here. And they're like, oh, no, it wears off in five minutes. I'm like, are you sure? They're like, yeah. They gave me laughing gas. It actually did wear off. But here I am getting offered laughing gas. And yes. I'm like, this is kind of crazy. It's too casual. So casual. And the other thing I want to talk about, you have a baby. And then two days later, they're just like, goodbye with Go. this human. <laughs> oh, I don't get that at all. Like, I'm like, how are you doing this to me? <laughs> I don't get any of it. It's like they just like even I was saying this the other day with my friend about getting your license. Like I did what six hours of driving with mm-hmm. the teacher and then all of a sudden I'm on the open roads alone. Like yeah. That's scary. And like maybe you like I passed my driver's <laughs> test the first time. I'm assuming you did too. Yeah. But like people fail and then they get it after like three tries and then they're just like okay. And you're just out here on highways. <laughs> it's so scary. I know. My mom followed These me. are my Roman empires. Oh no that is my Roman empire. My mom followed me to school when I got my license. Stop. I was like all right I'm going to go to school. She's like, okay, drive safe. I see her three cars behind me. <laughs> she didn't tell you. See, How that crazy. would freak me out more. <laughs> I was just like, you freaking psycho. Um, okay, anyway, I got away from my, my brunch know, and sorry. my liner. But what that. we were talking about at at our liner was that um, we are, well, you specifically are mm-hmm. saying no more and setting boundaries around your energy. And I thought this was interesting because – I feel like I went through this already and I want you to talk about it because I'm sure so many people could relate to this feeling. Yes. Okay. So I also want to like reframe it because I was thinking about it and I'm like, it's not that I'm saying no more, even though it is. It's like I'm saying more intentional yeses. Does that make sense? Uh, Absolutely. And like basically what was happening was like I was traveling a lot for work and then I was trying to like crash plans and cram them into Mm -hmm. when I was home or I was like had my family in town or friends or whatever and I'm trying to crash like my day-to-day into the moments when I'm on my own. So I was like not thinking about what I was saying yes or no to. I was just saying yes because I wanted to do everything and see people. Mm -hmm. But what I was finding and what I've been finding is like I'm saying yes to things and then upon reflection I'm like oh like I don't really want to do that. It's not about like hanging out with the person it's like yeah the thing that they want to do I just say yes without like skipping a beat and I'm like I want to be more intentional with what I say yes to and sometimes it's not even about the person like sometimes maybe you do want to see them but you just need a me day that week and that's what we talked about right because I said to both of you on Saturday I was like you know we said oh we can do any day this week and I was like can we do Saturday because Friday I really just need like a day to myself to get Mm -hmm. myself organized after the holiday and things like that. And like, I never do that. I am always the whatever y'all want. Mm -hmm. But I was like, I showed up and I I felt this way. Like I felt like I showed up on Saturday happier, more present. Like I appreciated our time more because I wasn't so focused on how tired or burnt out I felt. It's actually true because I canceled my plans on Friday because I didn't have the foresight to know I was going to feel that way. And I made plans with a photographer and I texted her Friday like 7 a.m. being like, is there any way you could reschedule? Yeah. And she felt the exact same way. She was like, why did we make plans the day after Thanksgiving? Because we're all just like, yes, and we, we want to do the stuff in the moment. Yes. yes. And then I was like, you know what? That's what you said actually impacted me because I was like, had I had that foresight, I wouldn't have made those plans for myself because I was burnt out and I didn't mm-hmm. want to do it. And I did feel better seeing you guys on Saturday because I was rested on Friday. Exactly. And like, I feel, I don't know what, for me, it's like I recognize that I'm a people pleaser and I know I just want to say yes because like, I'm like, oh, I want to see this person. So, like, I'll do whatever they want to do Mm -hmm. as long as we're spending time together. But it's like, 
I also have this thing where I think I'm like living in fear. It's like, are they going to be mad at me mm. or whatever? And I'm like, it's okay to be like, yeah, we can hang out or yes, I want to hang out with you, but can we do this or yeah. can we do it at this time? Like, no one's going to not be my friend. Like, we're in our 30s. Yeah, like, it's, it's okay. Yes. Also, I think for me, yeah, it's like I was explaining to you that I went to um, like a work event mm-hmm. and sometimes it's so just – sidebar but some of my friends that aren't influencers end up getting invited because they're maybe editors or whatever so I wound up knowing like a bunch of people there and I was having so much fun talking to them but I literally turned to one of the girls and I said I was like I rather be sitting on the couch catching up with you than at this like party with all these reality stars and like the lights because like this is draining my energy and it's like I rather go to work and like clock in and leave and then get my girl time in like a more intimate setting because it doesn't fill my cup to be like socializing and ripping shots and drinking and at these parties and doing these things. Like I'm like, I'd rather be in bed if I'm being honest. Exactly. Oh, same. But also I think sometimes it's like you see it, you know, or like, you know, I see you and I'm like, oh my God, that's such a fun event. She's having so much fun. But I know if I was there, I'd be feeling the exact same way as you because at the end of the day, like it or not, or however it appears, like that's your work. That's like the equivalent of like me going to a conference and like having to be on Mm -hmm. and talk to people and network. And it's like, you go back to your hotel room or your house or whatever, and like you're so exhausted from just like being on. Mm -hmm. So it's like, that's, of course it would be way different just be like sitting and having drinks with your girlfriends, even though you're all there, just like a different vibe. It's a different vibe. I can't, yeah, I can't articulate why necessarily other than just maybe like the expectations are different. Or I think when you're in a public setting, you have to like hold yourself to a certain Mm -hmm. kind of like caliber or not even like I really don't care but just subconsciously you're like I'm in public I have to sit up and I have to yes we're all like if I'm on the couch (laughs) laying back legs spread I know I'm like give me half an hour I'm like moving all my legs here so I think on this chair it's partially that maybe (laughs) but do you ever feel pressure okay I'm trying to think how to word this do you ever feel like a loser or like, not a loser, what are we, 12? But like, do you ever feel lame for leaving a place early? Uh, yes, sometimes. I used to feel way worse about it now, but now it's like such a struggle for me to even go. Like, that's the thing that I can't, that sounds so funny, is it's like, I used to like pray to be in those rooms, and then you're in those rooms, and I'm like, I just want to be at home with my dog. Like, uh-huh. but um, I, I hear you because it's like you don't want to be seen as like the first person to leave mm-hmm. or like the person like, oh, they just like they flaked. I think I used to feel like pressure. And now when people are pressuring me, I almost judge them. I'm like, why do you want to stay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to bed. I know. I'm like, we've done our time. Like, is this enough? Like, I'm what like, else do you want to do? Are you tired? <laughs> like, what is wrong with you? Like, I feel like I'm in the point where – if someone's going to judge me for not drinking or not staying out, I'm like, I don't have the energy to feel like a loser because uh-huh. you're not going to guilt me for wanting to like wake up and feel good tomorrow. Yes. And like, I'm very much like, I'll have my nights when I'm like, this is a yeah. night, I'm feeling it, whatever. But like my friends, like I'm grandma boring. They know that. Like <laughs> I will be, I will call it, I will mm-hmm. be home because it is not worth it to me Mm-mm. to stay out and like take that extra shot or do that drink or whatever and feel like crap the next day. Oh my God. Especially gosh. living in LA. It's like, I want to get up and do things. Every day is a beautiful day. Yeah, that's really true. It's, yeah, I feel like 
for me especially I've really come to the terms with the fact that like certain people are gonna think I'm a loser but I just really don't care if you think I'm a loser Mm -hmm. like I'm tired sorry (laughs) and listen nobody like even if they're thinking that in like 30 seconds they're gonna forget about it but don't you feel like there's this thing with drinking I know that you did like uh you were you did not drink for a month, right? Yeah, did, it, it yeah. was a full month. I didn't drink yeah. for a month. I feel like there's this thing though with drinking because you know I don't drink a lot. Mm-hmm. Where certain people or certain situations, like people don't really do it to me anymore, but I used to run into the issue a lot where when I'm choosing to not drink a lot, people will kind of make me feel lame yeah. about not drinking. Like, oh, oh, you're so boring. You're so, or maybe they're not saying that directly. But you're getting that energy or you feel that. You're getting that energy. Like, oh, well, you're not going to have fun tonight. Yeah. Whereas just because I don't want to drink because it gives me headaches all the time doesn't mean I'm not going to have a good time. I just. And doesn't mean that you're not a good time. I've hung out with you. We've yeah. traveled. Like, you are a great time. I'm just prone to migraines. Cut yeah. me some slack. <laughs> and it's not like you're like, you are not. The other thing I'll say is like, you are not, and I definitely don't do this either. Like, I'm not projecting on other people the fact that I'm not drinking. I'm not judging you. I'm like, go off, do your thing. Same. Like, I'm like, get I just want to like go whenever. I'll drive you. I don't care. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it doesn't matter. But I definitely hear you. There is a weird stigma, especially because like I was like college party girl. So of you, course, like when I go home now, and it's like everyone's like, oh, you don't want to like have all the wine and yeah. everything, and I'm like, yeah, I just I can't anymore. I but there's there's like a weird thing. Can we talk about that though? How yes. I can't yeah. have all the wine. Like I know. physically. Like I am not well when I drink. I don't know what changes in your body that I don't know. you can't metabolize alcohol. I'm a grandma. I have one glass of like champagne, migraine. Oh, that's I can't oh. I have to stick to what I know. Like I tequila can only soda. stick to I do mezcal or tequila. And then I do red wine. Like certain white wines, mm-hmm. I cannot oh, do I can't any do white bubble. Wine. So no I'm bubble. Oh, red wine as well or tequila soda. The issue is with my acid reflux issues. <laughs> bubbles. No, no one's going to like only people with GERD understand this. When you have acid reflux, like one glass of wine makes me feel like I swallowed a fire. Oh, like my gosh. It burns my esophagus, like genuinely. Yeah, so that's not it's good. so hard for me because like even if wine doesn't give me a headache, I'm like, do I really want to feel like I have heartburn all night? No. So I get into this issue with alcohol where sometimes I do want to get a little drunk, but then I feel like I'm dying. Yeah. So I'm like, what is wrong with me? I just can't. My body doesn't really take it down the way it used to. And it, uh, now in hindsight, I'm realizing how – even in college, like, that was always my issue because I would always throw up from drinking and it was because of the acid. Okay, so that's what I was going to ask. I'm like, did it just happen in college? And, like, because you were in college, you just, like, ignored I it? I had no idea because I would – I remember always saying – Because I bet saying, that was a part of it. I would always say, I will throw up before I black out because my stomach will get upset before, before you get to that I point. drink enough that I'll black out. And now, in hindsight – it's because of the acid. Oh my god! So I've always had this issue. But see, I would black out. <laughs> I, I like couldn't. Like I would brown yeah. out for sure. You're like but, I'm I'm gone. But um, yeah, <laughs> I can't remember the last time I like really got wasted. I know. I'm kind of trying to think now. Maybe the summer and um, when we were in away. Ibiza. Yeah, when we were oh, away. Yeah. The see, you guys went. See, I didn't see this summer. I didn't get that crazy when I was away, but. I know you guys went to Visa and you had your time. <laughs> I did this one night. I don't know what got into me. Like, 
it no it wasn't even a night that we really wound up doing much I just accidentally like for whatever reason that night got wasted and we were like singing on the streets I found all these videos on my phone oh I'm like, Am I my okay? gosh <laughs> videos and texts videos text and voice, voice notes, notes. <laughs> the whole nine but oh my back gosh. to boundaries mm-hmm. and saying no what what does that look like like how will you Let's do a role play. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Let's do this. Okay. So you've been like traveling for work all week and you're like super busy. Oh no, you've been super busy and you just like really need a night. Yes. But there's like this really cool event happening or like really, oh, like a, I don't know. Someone's hosting something. If there was something really cool that I, go. really, <laughs> that I really wanted to go to, but this is the difference for me is like, I have a friend who will be like, hey, I had a friend and she's like do you want to go to Bali next year? And like normally you'd be like, yeah, let me know. Mm. And I'm like, and you know, maybe I will go or whatever. But it's like, instead of just being like, yes, why don't you just say, hey, let me look at my schedule and mm. get back to you. Like, when are you, or when are you thinking? Like, I am such an immediate yes. Like, I didn't even ask for details. Yeah, you know? oh, I'm that girl too. And so I'm like, let me know what you're, like, let me know what you're thinking. I have to look at my yeah. schedule and like, I'll get back to you. And I've never done that. I don't know why. I have to like figure this out with all of my therapy work. Like mm. why I have this fear of just like not immediately saying yes okay. or guilt. But then part, okay, guilt's one thing. But then the need to want to do things is something that I think is great. Like I like yes people that don't turn down an opportunity to do something unique or yes. cool or exciting like I do think it's a good quality to always say yes to things because I think you're living such a full life when you're saying yes all the time but here's where it gets complicated is it's like when I have you know let's say I have this Friday coming up it's like I have a friend's birthday and normally I I I just have the birthday it's a dinner it's gonna be great but normally I would have made like oh I can meet you after work for a drink this person Mm. because they asked me like I'll be like I have this dinner but I can meet you here or I have the dinner but I can meet you after okay yeah like that is where I start to get stressed out, especially on the weekends. And again, because I'm like cramming it in. I'm like, I'll meet you for breakfast. I'll meet you for lunch. Yeah. And then we'll, we'll go, go for a walk. Some, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, stop. Like, yeah, that's people are not like, run, nobody's running out of time. You know? Like, I've fallen victim to that where I've booked myself solid thinking I have time for all of it. And then day of, I'm like, what am I thinking? Mm-hmm. And then I cancel last minute and then I feel like shit. Exactly. You feel worse. Yeah. And it's like, I don't want to be that person like, And I don't want to be the person that's seen as a flake, right? Mm -hmm. So again, it's just like being more intentional with like what I'm saying yes to. Yeah. So if you were to write me and you were like, hey, do you want to go do this, blah, blah, blah. Normally I'd be like, yeah, no problem. But like I haven't even looked at my schedule. I might have something that day. It's like does it fit into my week? Yeah. And just being like, hey, I'm going to look at my calendar and I'm going to get right back to you. Yeah. I think that's really smart. And honestly – I feel like I say no to so much. So some weeks I don't even have anything planned because I'm saying no to everything. I know, but that's so nice. I like love saying no. I know, but I need to channel that. I know, I'm but trying. then sometimes I'm, I'm trying. like, okay, like go do something. Yes. And I do, I do think you are I have good, an though. active like yeah. social life. Like I do. I think I balance it. I think you have a really active, I mean, I'm a part of it. Yeah. Like, I see you at least once a week <laughs> yeah. so you're doing something. I'm doing things, but I'm trying to do things like within reason of like what feels comfortable yes. for me. Yeah. Because I just know, like if someone's like, hey, want to go to this like bar tonight and there's like a DJ playing and a this and that, I'm like, no, I'm, I'm not that way. And that is another thing about living in LA. This is like very LA culture, but it's like, there is an effing DJ every, every night. night. And then everyone's like, there's this there's this other DJ there's at this, this club this and this after and da, da, da. And I'm like, I 
don't want to do that. Never gone to one, never will go yeah, to one. Like, Not I'm my vibe. going home. I love you all. Have so much fun. I can't wait to hear about it tomorrow. The things I say yes to are the things that interest me, like screenings or premieres or reality yes. TV events yeah. where I could like stalk the people from Love Island. I'm not going to just say yes to every little thing. And I know this, you know, people at home maybe aren't getting invited to events all the time, but just other things. Like I think, okay, actually I think this is interesting because as I just said that, I just hit a point where I'm like, <laughs> people at home who don't have plans might be like, how do you guys have so many plans? Yeah. And now I want to talk about because I was single for so long up until really recently and you've been single I feel like we make all these plans to fill our time yeah so I feel like that I feel like we can't address having so many plans without explaining why we have so many yeah I mean you're filling your time and I think I will say like even when I wasn't single like I was making plans because it's like I know what it's like to be single so I never want my single girlfriends and that's where the guilt comes from it's like that I'm talking about and we're new to a city yeah like I don't want my single girlfriends to ever feel lonely or like I maybe I was like don't want to feel lonely or whatever but like I actually like again I always say yes to these things and I feel overwhelmed I'm like I have no problem being at home alone or like mm-hmm. on a Friday or a Saturday it's like I'm doing shit every day pretty much I like know. it's too much but I feel like the reason why we have so many plans is one because we live in a major mm-hmm. city and two because we've surrounded our social lives in these situations like we've made friends with other single people in similar yes. life stages to us that are trying to make social plans because we're all trying to f- like fill our time and get out and not just like be these homebodies exactly and I feel like it's created this like which I think is great, but it's created this thing where there's so much to do almost. There's like never enough time. Like you can literally do multiple things every single night. It's crazy. And you think, you know, or I don't, you let me know. Like I always am like, oh, I never know. Like who will I meet or mm-hmm. you never know and whatever. But then after a certain point, I'm like, and what I said to you all was like, I'm not even putting the right energy out there because I'm yeah. so blocked by – the focus being on like that I don't want to be there, that I'm tired, that I wish mm-hmm. I was home, whatever. So it's like, what's the point of me even being there anyway? Whereas if I'm intentionally saying yes to things, then it's like, I am open. I'm excited. I feel present. Like, you know, whereas it's like I'm bringing mm-hmm. a different energy to what I'm so doing. So devil's advocate, before I moved yeah. to LA when I was in New York, I was doing kind of the opposite where I was like, I'm not going to go because I have no desire to talk to anyone. <laughs> Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. <laughs> Which is also 
a really but, bad mindset because maybe, but it tr- it triggered you being like, I know I need to shake up. And then you moved here and I, look what happened. 100% like I needed to move because I was like a homebody and mm-hmm. I had no desire to socialize. I was like, I don't want to talk to these people. I don't want to look at these people. I don't need more friends. Like, yeah. I was just in that point where I knew I didn't have the energy to kiss ass or be nice or genuinely be nice because I wasn't in the mood yeah. that I just said no to everything. And then I was like, wait, I'm living in this big city, but I'm not doing anything in this city. Yes. So then when I came here, I said yes to everything. So it's like, it's so interesting because I feel like people can find themselves in one or two things where they're home yeah. by themselves weekend after weekend or they're My like, dream. you know, I, it could go both ways. It can, but here's the other thing that I'll say is like, so I mean, two things, because I think you're exactly right. It can definitely go both ways, but I think, <clears throat> oh my God, excuse me. I think like where I'm at right now in wanting to be more intentional is like, I want to be out more, but I want to be out at the places that I genuinely want to be at. With the people you care with to be at. the people that I care to yeah. be at. And again, to our point of living in a big city, I think it's a luxury to be able to like, you know, pick and choose those things. But what it's also stirring up in me is like, I'm getting more creative. Like, you know, the holidays are coming and I'm mm-hmm. like, you know, I really, it would be so cute to like get dressed up and do something cute and festive, like with the girls, like go to Sunset so Tower, cute. Chateau Marmont oh, or something like, you know, and I'm like, I would be so busy and I've said no to things like I could have had a full December calendar that like I wouldn't have even had time to think about that. Mm. And now it's like, it's like I want to make things. a plan that yeah. I really am excited about with the people that I'm excited about that I can genuinely look forward to. Yeah, that's true. And also like curating your own plans. Yeah. Speaking of. For those of you listening, this is a little tease. And for you, this yes. is also new. Oh, I saw. I think I might have been talking about this with you the mm-hmm. other day. But I'm hosting an event on January 3rd in West Hollywood. It's going to be a vision board class. Like yes. what we did. Love. So Alex and I went to this vision board class the same time last year. And they had like a guided meditation. And they had poster boards and magazines. And I've created vision boards. This will be my fourth year in a row now creating one in the new year. So it's like a tradition that I've been doing mm-hmm. four years strong. And I loved that event so much last year that I was like, I want to host my own for the Tea Tribe. So stay We're tuned, guys. It. It's coming. Swag bags, tea, wine, I am so pizza. excited. I want everyone to wear comfies on like pajamas or like Okay, sweats. how we did it like at the beginning of this year was yeah. amazing. Yeah. We just like were cozy. Everything. I brought a blanket yeah. for my car. Exactly. Like I need to be cozy. So that's what I'm doing. So I'm going to host it for my girlfriends and for the Tea Tribe. Amazing. And it's like really in the works now. Within one day, I, I like turned this thing I know. Around. You really, you were like, I want to find. And then you're like, I'm going to do it myself. Oh, I like have a sponsor. I have a vendor. I have a, of course a location. <laughs> you know how I move. <laughs> okay, we have to talk about it after. I don't know where you're doing it. But <laughs> you know how I move. Yeah, so guys. I have a proposition for you. <laughs> so January 3rd, mark your cows if you're in California I just thought it'd be so fun to like manifest actually it's kind of like a little soon to talk about what we are manifesting for the new year so we don't have to go into detail but you did say you have your word of the year already yes it's intention like I want to be intentional I want to be intentional with like how I'm dating I want to be intentional Mm -hmm. with my plans I want to be intentional with my travel like I just I've spent the last year you know going through all the crap that I went through this last year and like I just want to really be more focused and again intentional with like how I spend my time mm-hmm. and who I give my energy to. I don't know what mine's going to be yet and it's I okay. love what you're saying and it's making me feel like intentional such a good one and I feel like I've 
done that a little bit. So now I'm like, what is next year for me? Because I feel like I've had such big growing years. Yeah. And now this upcoming year, I feel like I just want to continue to like flourish. Yeah, I think it could be flourish. Like flourish is. A good I like one. see with you just like empower. Like I feel mm. you know how you're like I like had an idea. You know me, quick turnaround. Yeah. It's like I want you to like feel empowered and continue mm. to feel empowered because I see that in you. Mm. Interesting, I, you say that because I've been wanting to get a lot more into like public speaking. Yeah, like motivational speaking. I, I don't know how it. one does that, but. I mean, it's on my bingo card for next yeah. year. So we could talk about it. I'm yeah. sure we could figure it out. We'll figure it out. Where there's a will, there's a way. Um, I do want to get to ask Alyssa yes. and answer some advice questions people wrote in. Let's see. Okay. This person said, Ask Alyssa, hi, I need some advice on being a solo single gal during the holidays. I recently moved to England and I will be spending Christmas through Boxing Day alone while looking after two kittens. I want to get creative on what I could do during this time to celebrate even if I will be on my own. Any movies, recipes, activities, self-care recommendations. How would you get into the holiday spirit solo? Thanks and I love the pod. Aww. Uh, So it looks like she's not really looking for like things to do with other people more so just ways within herself i'm like girl turn on the holiday and do everything that they also what's that thing in london that everyone does the um like winter mark winter wonderland market oh i don't know there is like like a all the british people talk about this british market yeah i mean there's so london at christmas time is probably one of the best things ever it's like yes okay this is what i would recommend because this is what i did in my apartment and i know maybe you're just like renting or whatever you got to just like go to the dollar store and buy like cheap decorations because I, putting up my tree, I did it like a month ago. Like it's been up forever. Putting up my tree and I bought a winter scented candle from Target. So did I. It's changed everything. The fig fir tree. Fir it, tree. It's, um, like, Forest fir. Yes. I light the, I have the lights on. I put a Yule log on the mm-hmm. TV on YouTube. Look up like fire burning and it makes like a crackling noise and it's a Ugh. fire it is the most relaxing vibe. And then heat up some tea with publicity, a yes. little hot cocoa. Like, that's what I recommend. And just, like, get under the covers with a good book. Like, again, to yes. our point of, like, talking about so much plans and intention, like, use this time to slow down. Mm-hmm. Like, take a bath. Like, you love baths, you I know? I like, Take, like, but make, like, buy all the things. Yes. Even, again, going to, like, the drugstore or whatever, make, like, a really luxurious bath for yourself. Yes. And pour a glass of wine or have a cup of tea. And then, like, put something on Netflix, like, veg out. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. just, like, really do everything that you want to do with luxury. It also could be really fun to go to one of the nice areas and look at the um, decorations decorations on the, Mm -hmm. like, nice stores. Like, the high-end stores. Yeah. Like, Harrods. Oh, my gosh, yeah. I'm sure they all decorate so beautifully. Or, like, Piccadilly. I love Piccadilly area. Or, um... Yeah, I feel like London during Christmas also, I've seen so many things on TikTok being like, here's what to do. Mm-hmm. It, I, you said England, though, not not London, so I'm not sure where exactly oh. you are. But yes, go look at the houses. And the other thing, I make my like holiday watch list, to your point, and I like set mm. the scene, and it's like, I watch The Holiday, I watch Christmas Vacation, yeah. I watch Home Alone, like have those movies, and like every night I watch one when I'm like home for the holidays, and I've started now because I'm going home later. But like... It's just so cozy. That's really cute. And nice. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's really nice. And it's like you can have a friend over. You can be by yourself. But it's like being in your own home and in that environment. And you're just like, I don't know why. But like I can picture this girl's like setup, Mm -hmm. like in my head. And I'm envious. I know. Like that she's there and I'm here. Like I 
I really We talked about going. I know. I was like, could we go? Also, I'm just like really in the holiday spirit this year. Yeah. More than ever. I don't know why. And it's weird because I live in a warm climate, yet somehow I'm feeling the vibes more than ever before. <laughs> I wonder why. I think it's the tree. You think it's like the setup? I think it's the setup. Okay. I think because my apartment's kind of more of that like modern look, adding the tree made it much yes. more cozy. Yeah. I can and see also that. I just think honestly unfortunately I think social media plays a big part in it because we start seeing things roll out mm-hmm. so much sooner every year I and know. I think my I'm mom's f- already sending me like things to bake when we get home <laughs> I think I'm falling for like the hoopla mm-hmm. but it's actually working as you should yeah so I'm really into it oh I like that okay this person said ask Alyssa recently technically got broken up with how does one move forward and heal in a breakup when you feel like you were the one that messed up and potentially caused the breakup Oh, gosh. That's hard. I mean, the fact that you are admitting or at least owning up to that or mm-hmm. starting to is a big part of it. Yeah. I think that's a huge part of it is like owning the mistake, seeing it as, you know, quote unquote, a lesson, but being mm-hmm. like, what happened here? How did I contribute to it? What mm-hmm. can I learn and change for the future? Whether it's with that person or with somebody new. You never know if reconciliation's in the cards. Yeah. And also... I hate to say this, but I always feel like if it's supposed to be the person you're with, a breakup, you won't end up broken up or Mm -hmm. you will end up back together. Yeah. Like, I think that everything happens the way it's supposed to happen. I know that's such a annoying thing to hear when you're going through something like heartbreak or, but I, I guess it's something I always could like rest my head on. Yeah. Being like, okay, if this person doesn't want me, I don't want them. And that's always how I felt. And that's that was the other thing I wanted to say because it's like you obviously will have that guilt or feeling of like, oh, shoot, I shouldn't have done that. This is my fault, so on and so forth. But like if you're meant to be with that person, it, does, it doesn't have to be tomorrow. It doesn't have to be like today. But like eventually there will be a path toward like reconciliation and forgiveness. And mm-hmm. like if that person is meant to be your person, they will accept and trust that you are like apologetic and you will move forward together. Yes. So I think either way, it's important that those things happen because none of us are perfect people. Mm-hmm. You know, like you're not a bad person for making a mistake. You did a bad thing if you did. Yeah. And like the whole point is like you work through that either apart and come back together or you work through it together. And like that's how you know that's your person. One hundred. I couldn't have said it better. Like I think. I'm like Such speaking a, from experience. No, I was gonna say now that I'm in a relationship, I'm realizing how much like compromise things are. Mm-hmm. Like, just even like little things that come up, because like Sean and I really haven't had like a real fight yet, because we just like what's yeah. there to fight about? Like it's so new. But we'll definitely have things where we have to like talk through situations that yeah. are like big or things that come up, and and you're having to talk through big things, yeah. like, quickly because of like where your lives are. Exactly, and I feel like we we'll have these conversations and it'll make me be like, oh, okay, we got through that. Like we talked through this big heavy thing and now we're smiling and fine and happy. Yeah. And it's like, it's made me realize how you really need that other person to like hear you and meet you in the middle when you're having these big conversations. Exactly. And like if this, whatever happened, happened, like that other person might not be ready to hear you. Mm. But I do also think there's always value in like when, if you know, it was your fault and you realize that and apologizing and owning it. Like that's such a huge, it's just like a line of respect. Accountability. Yeah. Like having that accountability and saying like, I recognize it and I'm going to do better. Yeah. Yeah. 
I think honesty always works best. I always Agreed. say that with people. Like sometimes people will write into me and I'm like, if you just are honest and vulnerable and like, hey, I know I messed up, but I feel X, Y, Z. I feel like that's so much more receptive than when you're trying to beat around the bush or yes. like make excuses. That's, I'm the same, like I'm very similar. Like I always say I don't have a problem with confrontation, confrontation in the sense of like, I would feel so much more anxiety around like not having that conversation than just like ripping off the Band-Aid, especially when it's my fault. Like just like own it, yeah. you know, face it. Yeah. And let's figure out how to move forward than like dwelling on it. That totally. eats me up inside. I'm really good at confrontation. Like if I have a problem, like telling someone how I feel in a calm way. But when someone tells me how they feel and if I feel like I disappointed someone, I'm a basket case. Really? Like, I really hate hurting people. Like – Oh, and you, like, get really emotional so about it? So emotional. Like, I don't know what it is. It's not that I can't, like, take the criticism. I'll admit if I'm wrong. It's like you feel so I bad feel in your bones. I feel so bad I made someone upset. Yeah. Like, I, oh, my God. It, like, is the worst thing ever for me. Oh I God. hate when people are you like, I'm Sean mad at you. You and is going to be so funny. <laughs> oh. We're both like, You're he's like, crazy. I feel so bad. What was he feel bad about the other day? He Like, I'm my period and he felt bad. Oh, I was, yeah, because like, you were crying. <laughs> Wait, I was just sobbing. You just wanted to be alone. Wait, oh, something else happened that I don't think I told you uh, about. Did I? Did I tell you about when I screamed at him in my sleep? No. <laughs> you wanted to be left alone and then you wanted a hug. And he was like, what are you doing? Oh, I've been crying not. alone. No, so I, my family, like we, all the women in my family, like we just scream in our sleep. Like it's just like a thing. Like we have night terrors. Like we're bitchy. Stop. Like, I... You can't hold me accountable for anything I say while I'm sleeping. Love this. Or really tired because <laughs> I don't know. And I, the other night, <laughs> I didn't know I snored. Like, I'm not really a big snorer, yeah. but I guess if my nose is stuffed, sometimes I just let out a little snore. Sean said I was snoring for like four hours. Just like, <sighs> roll me over, Sean. Yeah. Get over it. He said <laughs> hours, though. Like, I'm just going off. And he said he did the loud cough. He did. <laughs> He said he did the shove. He he's like I did it all. Like and then my sound machine. We sleep with my sound machine on. Sound machine went off. Like just decided to break in the middle of the night. So now it's just dead silent. Me just arms no. up snoring. Finally, he said after like hours of contemplating, like what do I do? He said he just lightly like tapped me to be like, you know, yeah. And I turn around. I go. Why do you tap me? You're so rude. And I screamed at him. And then I went up to pee and I came back into the bed and I just like huffed over and went to bed. I have like no recollection. Like I kind of remember yelling, but in my head, like we had a whole conversation. Yeah. Like, I was sleeping. Something happened. The next day he was like, you like screamed at me. at me last night. And I was like, what? I was like, oh, like, oh, I do that. <laughs> You're like, oh, sorry. He's like, what do you mean? I'm like, oh, no, anyone will tell you. Like, I texted my friend's group chat, and I'm like, guys, I yelled at Sean last night in my sleep. And my friend Jenna's like, wouldn't it be the Shocking. first person you screamed yeah. at? <laughs> and you don't remember. I do this thing where, like, I'm making the noise, but if you wake me, I'll be like, Ugh, oh, it's your stop fault. Stop making noise. I yell at you. Like, <laughs> as if I'm not the one that's Maybe been up that's all your night. subconscious that you're like, this is the one time I'm so relaxed <laughs> in my REM that I don't feel guilty. It's literally like, I'm the loud one, and then I yell at everyone else for literally breathing. Like, <laughs> I was like, okay, sorry. Oh about my that. God. We're going to get you some mouth tape. <laughs> oh my God, I know. I want to try it. I've never tried it. I'm, I'm kind of like scared by the concept of mouth tape. I know. And I live alone. Like, it feels kind of like, yeah, like someone's like holding me hostage yeah. vibes. Like, I don't, 
The thought of it makes me feel a little claustrophobic. It freaks me out. I know. Do we do it though? I know, maybe. <laughs> Girls trip. I really want to try it, but I also think I'm going to rip it off my mouth in the middle of the night. I know, I know myself. I'm not like a neat sleeper. I know, and I, my skin also is so sensitive. I'm like, what if it gives me a rash? And then you just have like, I think we should try it. Okay, report let's back. Try it. I'll see if I'm snoring we'll or it. screaming. <laughs> okay, last. Ask Alyssa. This person said, please help. How do you politely tell guys you don't want to plan the date? They keep asking me what I want to do. Why do I have to be the planner? It just feels lazy on their end. I love this question. Okay, go. Um, I want to hear I agree you with to her. Say. I mean, yeah. I am really traditional like I'm super traditional and it's like I also don't want to seem agreeable whenever they're like oh well what do you want to do and I'm like I'll just be like I you know what I really want is like for you to plan and to let me know like I'm and I always so this is different but I always err on the side of like oh well, like I'm new to the west side so like you mm. probably know better than I do and I'm like happy to you know see what recommendations mm. you have or whatever but like that's how I always do it I'm like what I want is for you to figure it out because again I used to be so agreeable yeah. I used to be like uh, whatever and I just be like let's do this or that and I'm like I don't want to be that person this anymore. is what I say because it's okay. kind of flirty okay but it, it gets across exactly what you're saying if they're like well what do you want to do I'll say you tell me okay there you go boom done you tell me and then they'll come they'll have to come back with something they'll be like well what do you think about a wine bar yep so yeah I love that like I always or I'm when, so formal I'm like let me know what you have in mind yeah no I'm like I'm flirty I'm like you tell me you make the plan. Also, when a guy, I used to never want to give a guy my number first because like I was traditional. Now I don't really care. But if a guy on a dating app was like, let me get your number, I'd be like, um, no, no. Wait, wait. I'm trying to think what it was. Not if he asked me. If he texted me his number first, mm-hmm. I didn't want to text him first. I feel like the guy should text the girl first. So yes. if he was like, here's my number. Let's text. I would say, okay, here's mine. And I would give mine. Oh, I like that. And not that. text first. But I think that's good. So th- that, those are my two little tips. If you want to throw the ball back in their court, instead of like taking it off the app and texting them first and being like, hey, it's Alyssa from Hinge. Just be like, okay, here's mine. Okay, but okay, this, now we're getting layers. But I have a girlfriend that's a dating coach. And she was like, do not – she's like, don't give these guys your number if you've never gone out with them. Like, go out on a first date. If you like them, whatever, exchange numbers. But she's like – why would you give a guy your number? Like, this hmm. is a stranger. Because, and, okay, I'll tell you why. Okay. It feels weird to, like, be on hinge in the on the street corner. Being oh, like, being like, I'm hey, here. Hey, I'm out front. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's my argument to that. That's fair. That is so fair. <laughs> That's my But I argument. liked that she said, I was like, wait, you're right. I'm not going to do it. And then my friends are all like, they like, they're like, give out your, I give it out in like the first five seconds. I'm like, okay. Yeah. I feel like you could just block someone if you're not interested. True. I know that's kind of savage. Yeah. But like. No, but again, I don't think that that's savage. At the same breath, I don't yeah, think I don't not giving you. your number out is savage. It's like, I don't know you from Adam. Yeah. I don't care. I don't know you. Yeah. Oh my God. All right. So our advice. I like that. You tell just, me. Yeah. Throw it back in the guy's court. Yeah. Like, I'd just be like, I don't know. What do you have in mind? I'd love to hear what you have in mind. Yes. That's, that's like what I typically do. Yeah. Just like, you know, I would really want you to tell me or like I would want to know what you want to do. That's Ugh. where I go. But then I am so sound, traditional. Okay, I know but then bad. does that sound so agreeable? Like, what do you want to do? I'll tag along. I mean, yes Just and no, because I think it's like you're, again, it's like setting, not even like a boundary, but like you're setting a tone. Mm. And in a relationship, like I don't want a guy to be complacent. 
it's not that I'm being agreeable. If you suggest something and I don't want to do it, I'll tell you. Fair. Or, you know, give me some options, then I really like you. Mm -hmm. But, like, I think it's also just, like, I don't want someone to be complacent. And, like, I will go along with something you want to do if I think it's a good idea. If it's insane, I won't do it. Okay, (laughs) that's what I liked about my first day with Sean. Mm -hmm. And this was a green flag because we started chatting. He said he liked wine or something. I said I like – we both – figured out we liked red wine early on in the conversation then circle back to later he was like what area do you live in because he was like we were planning a date and he's like what area do you live in and green flag when they choose something by you Uh instead of making you drive your ass to them especially in LA I know I'm like you were in a long distance relationship yeah so um I have another question something near me and then he picked a nice area and he picked a wine bar Cute. And he was like, 7 p.m., res, done. And he sent me the reservation confirmation. Love that. Like, boom. I hate when a guy's like, okay, where should we go? Where do you want? Like, yeah, he that's was why like, they're cut. Okay, like, here's there's the There's no time to wait. Here's the, you know? Here it is. Boom. And I know that I'm being like really hardcore, but it's just like those little things, like you just know. No, it's just unattractive. Yeah. Like stop being wishy-washy. Make the plan. Yeah. Come on, babe. To me, that was like, I like assertive. Me like, too. Um. How long between when you matched, and I can't remember this, but I'm curious, yeah. and you guys went out on your first date, was it? Well, because I was on vacation. Oh, right. So, so we, how long from when you got back? We matched when I was in, I remember like t- like texting him outside of my hotel in Majorca for some reason. Yeah. Laughing, <laughs> which is funny, at my hint. Like, I do I remember laughing. that you guys matched while you were still away. I'm pretty sure it was Majorca, and then after Majorca, I went to... Sada, and then after Sada, I went to Madrid. Um, I would say probably like a week, a week and a half. Oh, but wait. then when you got back. I have it written. Oh, wait. Phone. When you got back, how long between when you got back and your first date was it? No, this is how creepy I am. <laughs> first text. Jesus Christ. Okay, I don't know when we matched on Hinge because he deleted. You are so <laughs> cute. I read him this, this list. So he was like, you're a psycho. Um, See, so I'm like, you're cute. I'm like, this is so not me, but I have such an appreciation well, for this. Well, this is the thing. I Well, I have a list of everything that he likes, so I know what gifts to get him. Yes. Love that. Creeper. We talked about that. Genius. So, I don't know when we matched on Hinge because the day after our first date, he deleted the app, so I could never like go back and look at our yeah. conversation or anything. You're like, he unmatched So me. it was probably like August like 1st we like matched maybe. Or, no, like, August, like, 8th, first text, August 11th, first date, August 18th. So, between our first text and our first date was exactly seven days. Yeah, and you were away. Again, I think that if you are talking to somebody and a week goes by and you haven't met, and again, I don't, like, I feel like maybe I'm being really harsh, but I'm like, I just feel like it's, like, they're not serious. You are not serious Had it gone on longer than a week, I don't think it would have kept my attention. Mm Because it's like, I don't know you. We've never met. Yeah. And then it's like, you just have a pen pal. And I'm so not interested in that. Same. I'm done. I think that's so, like, lame to just be talking to someone on an app for years. It's like, like I don't know you. Like, why? Why do we have inside jokes? I've and, like, never why do you, you want to do this? Yes. And it's also, like, I don't know you to be it's giving weird. you this energy. Mm-hmm. Okay. We're running out of time. So we're okay. going to quickly do pop culture. But this is the thing. There's literally no pop culture topics that even, like, tickle my fancy this <laughs> week. So let's just talk about the top line ones. Um, we will spill the tea. Sip it while you spill it, grab a mug and take a seat Where pop culture meets reality TV Tea with publicity First of all, Squid Game's reality TV show, I know you're watching, so am I. I absolutely love this show. Would you go on it? 
I think so, but I think it would break me. Really I think quickly. it's like a good one that a lot of people could go on because it's not like involved in super drama. It's just like competition strictly. And it's endurance. So like, you know, was it, were we talking about this with like the red light, green light? How like that actual, they only showed like no, a few I heard minutes. how hard it was it like is. nine and a half hours and it was like freezing cold temperatures. So like, you know, when you see the girl squatting and she's frozen and she's like, I can't do it anymore. Like she wasn't squatting for like one minute. Oh, she's squatting for like, like an hour. I was ripping on her. I yeah. was like, this pussy. <laughs> it was like cold temperatures. It was, I think they said it was nine and a half hours they played that game. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. That makes me respect the old woman that got through I so know. much. I know. She's my favorite. I know. <gasps> no, wait. Okay. Are you watching it still? Are you done with the f- episodes that have come out? I don't. If anything came out this week, I haven't no, seen them. But like the five that have come yeah. out. Yeah. Okay. Spoiler alert for anyone that hasn't seen the five that are out yet. When the old man went home, the 69-year-old. No. I couldn't handle no. that. Sobbed. Like loved him so much. Um, I. It's a really good show. I'm also... I, I don't know if you know her, but Jasmine from The Bachelor, she lives here in L.A., her girlfriend was is on the show. She's really? one of the people, and she's still on it. I think there's, like, 70 people left, and she's still on the cast. Oh, my so God. So it's, like, cool to, like, know someone that, like, yeah. know someone that's been on, that's on the show. And then, like, Lauren, um, she has a friend, right? Really? Yeah, I think she made a video. She had a friend, too. Oh, my God. It's so funny. What a great show. I'm really it's, into I, it. I really also like how... They've created characters out of storytelling, yes. the different contestants, because it feels very, I don't know if you watched the original show, it I feels didn't. very similar to like understanding the backstory of like what was driving those characters yeah. in the actual That's show. That's what Sean said. He's like, this is exact. It's so. I was too scared to so watch gorgeous. the original. This oh one, my God. I know no one's dying, so I'm okay. I know, but I, the, when the little um, like paintball things go off, I'm like, oh my God. It was really well done. Yeah. Um, okay, next up, we had Kylie Jenner uh, being interviewed by Jennifer Lawrence. Mm-hmm. What was it for? Interview Magazine, I want to It was to for say? Interview Magazine, I think, because um, Kai, the fast yes. fashion line, came out. And I want to just, just a little quick anecdote that, I love Jennifer Lawrence interviewing Kylie because the questions that she asked her were what we as people want to know. Yes. And I think that's – it kind of like humanized her in that interview. She was like, who takes care of your dogs? Like, her dog who gets Manny. you your coffee in the morning? Is it like you or does like your team bring it to you? Is yes. it hot? Is it on the table? Like, where do you pick it up? And like, that's the shit we want to know. Like, we all want to know who picks up the bill when the Kardashians go out to eat. Exactly. And it's like what was so good with this interview was like Jennifer Lawrence, she's clearly not like a friend of the family, but mm-hmm. she was a fan first yes. and she remains a fan. Yeah. And you could sense that in her questions. Like she was so eager to ask her burning and she questions knows, as well. Like what we know. Like she's mm-hmm. watching the show and she's exactly wondering all the things. I just love that about Jennifer Lawrence that she I feel like a lot of celebrities 
are secret fangirls, but they don't outwardly express I know. it because they want to be it. cool and part of like the industry. Whereas she's like at home on her couch watching Housewives, like I know, she's fully admitting it. I love that, and she's really. <laughs> I think she's really cool. Oh, and then they also talked about um, Jordan Woods, filler Jordan Woods face oh, yeah. surgery, and Kylie said she, you know ended up getting lip filler, but she said she hasn't done anything else to her face. Did you see that recent interview where um, Kim says she's never had filler in her face? Okay. She said she's never had lip filler and she's never had cheek filler. Here's the thing that I, like, again, this is like a weird, let me put on my tinfoil cap. I'll, I'll use the example of like Erica Jane on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. And they're like, are you on Ozempic? And she's like, no, I'm on like hormones. It's like, Kyle, I'm not on Ozempic. Like maybe they're not on Ozempic. So like or, in a lie detector test, yeah. they would be telling the truth. But like they're on some semi-glutide. Like maybe Kim has <laughs> yeah, had like, fillers, like, but like she's had something like put in her face. it's not Botox, but it's Dysport. Exactly. <laughs> like I'm sorry. I swear to God, that is all I'm left to believe. Like they're getting by on technicalities. Wait, same. And also because now that I'm in like LA and I go to these doctors and I see how many like Things they can things offer. There are and how many things they offer. I'm like, oh, so, okay, maybe you're not getting filler, but you're getting, like, the fat from your ass put into yes. your cheeks. Yes. Do you know what I'm saying? A hundred percent. Like, they are not lying, but it's, like, technicalities. I swear. That is my belief. I feel the same. I will same. take off my Or cash. they're getting, like, those extreme needle treatments mm-hmm. that, like, give you baby ass skin exactly. on your face. Oh, Yeah. Kim's definitely done that. Oh, she sa- she says, though, she's like, I get lasers, like, up the wazoo. Yeah. Which, like, I don't blame her. Listen. I would do it, too. I would I would be sitting under a laser every, every single night. <laughs> every second of every day. She looks great. But I was just shocked to hear about the lip filler because those things are plump. And she always had plump lips, but, like. Yeah. Wait, you're talking about Kim or Kylie now? Kim. Kylie admits yes. that she's had filler. Yeah. Kim says she's never had lip filler. I okay but people think I have it and I never have and I'm gonna be honest lip liner goes a long way lip liner goes a long way but no maybe she did like a one of those lifts too you know like like the Botox um lip flip yeah the lip flip like maybe she did something again that could also be probable like you know yeah like Lisa Rinna didn't have lip filler but doesn't she have an implant in there I don't know. From like the 80s yeah she she has like the OG yeah version of lip filler but it's like but she doesn't have lip filler interesting <laughs> it is really interesting I like I kind of been liking how people have been like more transparent about things I know. like you finally have people like even like Black China talking about plastic surgery or Nicki Minaj or whoever like people are talking about it more but they're still not fully saying like yeah I got a BBL it's like we want to know and it's like girl we know so I just mean, say it <laughs> BBLs are the most obvious and I've never seen a trend go BBLs so like this nose jobs and so like this I know but like no like that's the thing. When I moved to LA, because even like my quote unquote normie friends like have at least had one or two nose jobs. Like Everyone I know has had nose jobs. So it's like you wanna say you've done nothing, like I don't know if I buy that. I would say fifty percent of my friends have had nose jobs. I'm yeah. not even kidding. I would definitely say that. I That's mean, I'm. Crazy. I would love to get a nose job. I always say. I have if two I'm, friends that just like they're in recovery right now. <laughs> I have a splint on. No, but I always say if I had a bad nose, I like my nose 
fortunately for me, it's the first thing I would do. See, I like don't hate my nose, but I don't dislike it enough to change it. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Like you have to really like dislike something to want to change it. Wait, really quick, and we keep going on tangents. Sorry, my (laughs) friends were visiting from New York, and we went to Beverly Hills. And the most quintessential Beverly Hills thing that I've ever seen in my life was that we saw five people in a row with splints on their faces. Beautiful. And they were like, this is the most LA shit I've ever seen. It's like (laughs) nothing. People are going out to work with their bruised eyes. Full face wrapped. Like... (laughs) Okay, I want to do one more story, and it's the yes. Taylor Swift one, yes. and then we have to call it. Okay, but you do you lead this one because you know more than me. Okay, so turns out that they are doing an heiress tour. Taylor Swift is going to college. Harvard and the University of Florida are offering courses in 2024, so you can take a Harvard degree undergraduate course in Taylor Swift and her eras of music. That's like so fun like as a student that would be such a fun class to take even if you're not like the biggest Swiftie in the world I'd rather take that than any other class and they're also um they were like graduate and professional students who want to take the course should speak with this person on or be on or before the first day of the course and there's like an actual syllabus it's crazy oh my god like it's like Monday, introduction. Why study Taylor? What are we doing? What is this class and what isn't it? Song lyrics, poetry, exactly. And I mean, that's like when you think about it, it would be interesting to study her lyrics from like a writer's. I kind of want to study, you know, lyrics aside though, like the allure around her. Yeah. Like the. Like the psychology. The psychology around, around like the Easter eggs and the fandom and. Just like the way that she's like launched things in the public perception. Yep. Like that's sick. Like from a PR perspective. This is crazy. So somebody got the syllabus. So there's classes devoted to Fearless, Taylor's Version, and Speak Now, Taylor's Version. Red, 1989, Taylor's Version. Reputation and Lover. Miss Americana and Folklore. Evermore and Midnight's classes. Which also look at songs by Lord and the Eras Tour film. If available. Wait, this is why I'm laughing. What teacher is qualified to teach this? I don't know. Like, are they just getting Taylor stands up in here to like I think bet about they it? Are. Whatever teacher is doing this, like, has to really be like immersing themselves. And in they're this. looking at precursors from Dolly Parton to Border Ballads. Oh, that's cool. And her work, and we will read literary works important to her. Oh my gosh. Okay, well, I guess in all fairness, like in my broadcast and media studies courses, like I learned about Barbara Walters and all of the people that are still around doing media today. Yeah. Like we did we did learn about current people that were in the media. So I guess like it does make sense. This is crazy. Professor, poet, and critic Stephanie Burt will be teaching the course at Harvard. Wait, what is it? Professor, poet, poet and critic See? Stephanie Burt. I was like, it needs to be someone yeah. with credentials. Yes, yeah. Wait, fun. I know. I'm like, when are they going to offer it online? Do you know, I always have like this weird like thing in my head where I'm like, I'd love to like be a professor when I'm like old and retired. Um, me too. Wait, why do we all feel like I would just like love to. It's like I just want to like give talk. knowledge to the youth. Same. <laughs> like, like I just want to like mentor them. No, same. Swear to God. That's, I'm like, why have I always felt this way? Like I just like want to be a professor. Maybe we're just like nurturing people. Maybe. <laughs> I like being a mentor a lot. Me too. That's so funny. Oh, my gosh. Okay, well, thank you for spilling the tea with me. Uh, thank you for having me. This was so, <laughs> so fun. So I know. Guys, I'm going to try to have Lex back more often. This was so fun. Where can everyone follow you and stay up to date? 
Um, follow me everywhere at LexNico. So what is that? Instagram, Twitter, X, TikTok, X. Pinterest. Um, and I have a newsletter. Yeah. It's called That's Your Journey. Whenever this comes out, I'll post it in my Instagram stories. But it's a monthly. But I think we're going to start going weekly just because I'm getting too many questions. Um, also, cutest name ever. That's Your Journey. I get so many questions about just like life stages. So... It's structured. It's fun. We do like a little pop culture. Love I do it. a little feature on good people that I love to follow. And then what I'm, you know, reading, obsessed with, talking about, all that good stuff. So good. Awesome. Thanks yes. so much. Thank you. Bye, guys. Bye.